Yeah, wash right. your hands. It's the most. It's the most we can do. You know. Yeah. So y'all wash our ass too. Some of y'all be stinking out here, <laughs> man. Hey. What? What's up? What's up? It's your man Two Live Bree, and you listening to You Can't Sit With Us Radio, and it's Two Live. Oh, we live on the radio. What up? This your boy, as always, L Ambitious, host of You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Shout out to my other host, Cute the DJ. As always, you know we like to start the show off with a positive quote. Today's quote is, The greatest pleasure in life is doing what people say you cannot do. End quote. You're damn right. Woo. Salute to Two Live Bree on that intro. Man, like I said, December, like we've been saying, December 12th and 13th, we're going live for our 99th and 100th episode. And 2 Live Bree will be performing at our 100th episode on December 13th. So y'all make sure y'all tune in. He will be closing the show. So y'all make sure y'all tune in for that because he's going to kill it. And um, yeah, so December 12th and 13th, we're going live for our 99th and 100th episode, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on You Can't Sit With Us Radio, Facebook, YouTube, and IG pages. The uh, links are in the description description below. So, yeah, y'all make sure y'all be on the lookout for it. And, of course, December 10th, we are releasing our official theme song, Threshold Brace, featuring B. Jones, Microphone Jones, and Diamond Sherry. It's called You Can't Sit With Us. It'll be available on all platforms. Music video will be on the way as well. So, yeah, we got a lot of things going on this week. And let's get into this bonus edition of You Can't Sit With Us Radio, featuring the amazing, talented, wonderful Brina K. She's been on this show this is be this is the third time she was on this show, so that's history. Nobody else has been on this show more than twice, and so we just want to thank her so much for always supporting and wanting to be on the show, and yeah, so that's yeah salute to Bring the K for real. And she will be performing at our hundred episode as well. She's another person that's gonna be performing. So y'all make sure y'all tune in. I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope. A lot of performances, a lot of interviews. So. But let but let's get into this brand new bonus edition of You Can't Sit With Us Radio featuring Brina K. Threshold Brace. Do y'all think? What's happening? Welcome to a bonus edition of You Can't Sit With Us Radio featuring myself, El Ambitious, a.k.a. the kid that never sold dope, and the one and only, the smooth, cutie DJ. What's up, man? What's going on, bro? How you doing, man? Man, I'm cool, man. I'm, I'm good. Uh, getting getting closer to the holidays, so I'm trying to get my holiday spirit up, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to get into the Christmas joy. Um. But yeah, man, I'm 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 cooling, bro. Uh, got in an accident the other day, of course. So you know, I'm I'm riding rental rental car life. Um, nothing beats rental car life. So yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm living, bro. I'm out here. Then then somebody hit your car like last year. Dog. Every look, I was telling I was telling my girlfriend I was like, there's really no point in me having insurance because every time I get an accident, it's the other person's fault, and their insurance is <laughs> paying for it anyway. I really don't need insurance at this point, like because. I'm never in the wrong. Like people just, they just hit me, bro, and I, I just don't get it. I don't know if somebody got it out for me or what, <laughs> but if you're hearing this right now, I, I'm on to you, and I will find you. 
What uh was it what, yeah, was it raining outside or something or what, what was going on? No. Um at that time so at that time there was there was a big there was a big semi truck accident on the interstate, which mm-hmm. was like a couple blocks from where I was. And because of that, there was a lot of there was a lot of traffic, a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of traffic, a lot of people will start and stop, you know, unexpectedly. So you know, me, the car in front of me, they stopped. I stopped. The person behind me, she did not stop. <laughs> um, and so, like, I, bro, it was, it was crazy. Like, I could see her in my rearview mirror. And, like, as she was approaching, I'm thinking, like, she's going kind of fast. Like, I don't oh, I don't man. know if she's going to, if I'm if she's going to stop in time. Yeah. And oddly enough, I swerved over to the right, you know, like, to just, to make sure that I wouldn't at least hit the car in front of me. Cause at this point I'm like, yeah, she's going to hit me. Like it's, it's, there's no getting out of it. <laughs> and so I swerved over to the right. Luckily. So I didn't hit the car in front of me, but she did not stop. And surely she smacked me, man. She, uh, she had a smaller car than mine. Her joint, like her airbags deployed, all of that stuff. Like, I'm glad she was good. Like me, I just, it was a little fender bender for me bumper was hanging off the car and all that so that's getting fixed but um i know a lot of people don't really look out for the other person when they get into a car accident but i'm, I'm glad she was good yeah you know? that's good good um so yeah man you know i'm i'm, I'm thankful to still be here and still be alive that it wasn't as bad as it could have been um so yeah you know just, just thankful she didn't have a semi truck or you know some big truck <laughs> that would have right. smashed my car yeah yeah <laughs> Shit. Yeah, did you uh did you have to drive in the snow the other day? Um, I think I ran like to Walgreens or something, and that was by choice. So you know it was cool. But no, if 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 I didn't want to drive, luckily you know since I'm still working from home, I didn't have to. But yeah. man, I, I you know oddly I kind of missed the snow a little bit. Like it was out there, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy about this. Like cause it wasn't sticking, so you know it was just yeah. it just looked nice. <laughs> so. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain too much. It was cool. Yeah, it, yeah. It don't. It don't never. It don't ever stick here. We'll get a, get yeah, a little yeah. bit. Right. We'll get a little bit. Uh, it'll you know make some nice scenery or whatever, <laughs> right. and you know that'll be that'll be about it. But we'll see, man. I mean, a lot of places, and it's it's bro. It, I don't know if it's it's kind of getting scary to me, man. Like everywhere is just warmer than it normally is. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk about global warming and all that stuff, like. It's getting kind of creepy to me, bro. Like, I feel like in in a couple years, man, a lot of these places that usually get, like, heavy winters, they're not going to be so bad. And them summers are going to be, like, astronomical. Yeah. And, <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm a little shook. I'm not even going to flex. Like, it's, it's it might get a little weird. Um, well, um, so, you know, we wasn't supposed to do another episode, um... I think shout out shout out to Della White again from one on one, uh episode yeah, number ninety eight. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all check out that episode. That was supposed to be our last episode before these live shows, but we wanted to do another episode because we have these live shows coming up this weekend. And um well first off, I gotta say, you can't sit with us shirts, man. If y'all if y'all pre order a shirt, we got you. It's coming, they coming, they on the way. They coming tomorrow. They should be on the way tomorrow. I'll be handing them out to everybody that got one. If you didn't pre order a shirt, yeah, yeah. Tough luck, cause I don't know what to tell you. I don't plan on ordering no more. <laughs> it might, it might, yeah, it might be a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean, so and, and yeah. plus, if, I, if at all, yeah, I got, I got to talk to you too, cause I got another idea for a shirt. 
So I'm trying to. We might we might come out with something new instead. So, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, y'all, hey, y'all, y'all look forward to that. And bitches got an idea. Yeah. So yeah. I might get something else. Yeah, I got to I got to I got to talk to the artists and see what they they cool with it. Cause I got the I got the idea from the uh, from my theme song. So that we got coming out. All so. right. Yeah, but yeah. Of course, yeah, but uh, this week, man, December 10th, official theme song dropping everywhere, Threshold Breaks featuring B. Jones, Diamond Sherry. It's called You Can't Sit With Those, of course, so y'all make sure y'all check that out. Shooting a music video soon, so yeah, be on the lookout. And of course, uh, December 12th and 13th, this weekend, we going live for our 99th and 100th episode. So yeah, yep, Facebook, yep. YouTube, and IG, all y'all do is search You Can't Sit With Those radio. Uh, of course, I got I got the... Uh, descri- uh, the links in the description below, so y'all make sure y'all check that out. Love, love. And uh, yeah. So as always, though, you know, we keep the dopest guests on the show. Today is like no other, and so I, you know, we this we've done ninety eight episodes, right? So nobody has been on this show more than twice. And today, today's guest, this is her third time being on the show. So she done made history today. Um, no cap. Yeah, no cap, no cap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she gonna be performing at our live show on December thirteenth for our hundredth episode. Um, it's like a full circle, man. Cause last year we was at the Railroad Heights shop. Shout out to Jenny, and she performed there and did the interview. And it's like another mm-hmm. year, year later. So it's right back at it. And yeah, yeah, she, man. We do an update. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got, she got. <laughs> She has some new music out we're going to talk to her about. Welcome back, Brina K on the show. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's so great to be here, and I did not know I was making history, so that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're changing the game right. today. <laughs> that's so, you, you guys have been, like, I met you guys and talked to you in our first interview when I was fresh to Nashville, so it's kind of, it's fun that you guys have been there kind of through every step of the journey, mm-hmm. pretty much. And so much has happened, and I've been able to do so much. So I want to thank you guys for that. It's been really fun. Of course, no problem. Um, so I guess well, you started off. Um, well, remind the people, just remind the people who you are and what you do. Yeah, well, my name is Brina Kay. I do country pop music. I moved to Nashville a little over two years ago, which feels insane <laughs> because i feel like i just got there and time is flying like crazy but i moved moved to town didn't really know what to do i just knew what i wanted to do and little by little i've worked really hard met some amazing people like you um <laughs> had a really great time put out some new music and been playing shows all over town um making big plans and yeah just kind of living the dream uh, I I gotta ask you though. Um, I I seen your IG story the other day about those lights. Did you ever find out what them lights was? No, no one has told me, and it's been really crazy. So pretty much, I live kind of like right downtown, like I'm walkable distance to Broadway, and I'm on the fourth floor, and so my balcony view, I can see like everything. So anytime there's something strange, and I'm like I've seen so many fires, which is just like. I didn't think there were that many fires, but I'm always the one like calling, saying, "Hey, there's a fire over here." But yeah, the other <laughs> night, um, we were walking through the and we saw these lights, and we we're like, "What the heck is that?" And then they've been going on for a couple of days now. From my balcony, you can really see them. And 
I'm sure it's like, you know, this spotlight or whatever, but it just seemed kind of random. And I just have curiosity to know if they are, but no one's told me yet. It's definitely been bugging me. I want to know. <laughs> so yeah. I think I think I found out where them lights was coming from because um, I live close to the fairgrounds and they was doing something at the fairgrounds with a lot of lights and shit. I don't know what the, I don't know what they was doing, but it was a, like a lot of bright lights shooting up in the air. So I don't know if that mm-hmm. was it. That might have been it. I don't know what they was doing at the fairgrounds though, but it's something over there. Yes, maybe like a Christmas thing. Like I don't know. I just know because like I'm and people can say, oh, maybe it's Broadway, maybe it's this. I'm like, no, I'm downtown. These are like off in the distance from my view. So I'm like. I mean, I'm not saying it's aliens, but like, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I was just, you know, I always, I always notice anything abnormal, and I'm always, I'm like a detective, I want to get to the bottom of it, so I've been what? asking around, and figured someone would, someone would tell me to know, but I guess, yeah, maybe it is a fairgrounds or something like that. <laughs> Who knows, man? Yeah. A lot of weird stuff happens. You know, honestly, I didn't discover that many weird things until I moved to Nashville. There's a lot of weird <laughs> things that go on here. Like, and you just, a lot of people, like, they either try to figure it out or they're just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> weird, normal. Just get used to it. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like, you know, I know it's around the holidays, but it's also like, we're in a pandemic, so there's not like a bunch of, like, huge events and stuff going on. So it just seems really random. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, Brenda. So let's go ahead and we're going to get into um, just you and how this year has been going. Uh, we we talked about, you know, you being a, basically a three-time guest here on the show. Um, and, you know, a lot of people haven't gotten that opportunity to do that. Um, but, I mean, we just – I just want to talk about 2020 and how it's been for you. Uh, how's it been, you know, with the pandemic and just being an artist and trying to push things out? How's that been going for you? I definitely say this year has been crazy in and of itself, and especially for those of us in music and the entertainment industry. Um, when everything got shut down in March, I was planning to play with a full band for the first time. I had a music video that was coming out, and I kind of felt like, you know, everything was going to plan. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what I was going to wear, and then all of a sudden it felt like the world kind of got flipped on its head. Um, so, you know, in that sense, it's been really hard. I haven't been able to play, uh, in nine months, which is kind of crazy. You know, you move to Nashville, you expect to be playing all the time, but I think it also kind of allowed me to slow down, um, in a way that I haven't been able to before. I think, you know, as an artist in this town, your life moves out a hundred miles an hour. You're always moving to the next ride or the next show or the next thing. So it kind of forced me to slow down which made it a good year in a lot of unexpected ways, just because it allowed me to grow and gain fans on um, new platforms like TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. And also kind of lay the groundwork for a lot of, it kind of allowed me the time and the, the space to really assess, okay, what are my goals? What are my big goals? And what's the plan that I need to follow in order to achieve them? And one of them right. was to put out an EP. And so I was able to put together a campaign on Kickstarter where I was able to um, raise funds for that um, from friends and fans. And I was able to accomplish that. So now I kind of have all these plans. Um, and I've worked on a lot of little things that I think are going to make a big impact next year. So it's definitely been not the year that I was expecting, but I think it is going to be a year that's I'm going to look back on and say, okay, this is the year I laid the groundwork for all the accomplishments that um, I'm hopefully going to 
achieve in 2021. Yeah. Um, was you was you was you in Chicago like when uh, the pandemic first happened? So kind of right as everything was, you know, going crazy, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I I actually lost my day job, um, and then that like the day after that, I was just kind of like. My family was like, we don't know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Like, food is coming off the shelves. Like, mm-hmm. the world's going to shut down. We don't know. So I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go. And so I went. I went yeah. back uh, to Illinois for a couple months, and that was really nice because I don't. I really don't get to see my family that much, mm-hmm. other than holidays and stuff. So I right. spend that extended time just hanging out, hanging out with them, uh, and then was able to, you know, plan my return to nashville i was still paying rent at my old apartment but i was just like you know i'm not i'm don't have to be here right now so i might as well be you know quarantining staying with my family and then uh you know get back when things settle down a little bit because i feel like and i don't know if you guys felt this way too but in march like everything just happened so quickly. We, you know, the news was changing daily. Like we had no idea. Like they were saying, Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh no, this is shutting down. And the show that I was supposed to play that, that week was one of like one of the last kind of holdouts. Um, so I was like, are you sure we're still playing this week? And I'm like, Oh yeah, it'll be fine. And then like each day the news changed more and more. Um, and then finally they, they called it, which I thought was, you know, the responsible choice, but yeah, I mean, my my whole family was actually my my aunts and cousins were planning a big trip to Nashville that week, and we're gonna come see me play and all this. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, just kidding, all of Nashville's getting shut down. Right. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I'll just go home then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like it's 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 just for Nashville in general. It's been weird ever since. And Mrs. When did those when did those uh, storms those really bad storms? That was February. Right before that, actually. Yeah, like February. the tornado? Yeah. Yeah, it was like February. And I, and I, was I, think like... It, I think it's been weird ever since then. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it just, life just hasn't been normal here. Because, like, when that was happening, everything, like, downtown was shutting down or they had damage or, you know, all that other stuff. And then, boom, a couple weeks later, pandemic, everybody stay inside. Mm-hmm. So it was just, I think that, that whole shift was just nuts. I think it's been hard too, just because Nashville is such like a community and it's yeah. such a lively place. It, al- it almost mm-hmm. felt like personal, like, you know, how dare you do this? How dare this happen in Nashville? You know, right. it's just such a place of like joy and people coming together and listening to music. And then, you know, it's a place I've come to love and call home. And I'm just like, uh, just feeling for everybody, you know, all the pe- especially people who mm-hmm. for, you know, depend on their music for their life yeah <laughs> like you know just not being mm-hmm. able to to go out and play and it's like oh my god what the heck do we all do but i think I, that also just goes to show that you know that community is still very alive and well even when the venues are closed because everyone has been so supportive and so helpful of each other so i think you know in the hard times is when you kind of see you know the good in people too so that's been yeah. that's been heartwarming to see Man, to be honest, shit been weird since Kobe died, though. Ain't even tornadoes. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, but that was but that was after like the storms and stuff. Yeah, I mean, no, that was January is when Kobe died. Dang! Wow. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm flipping those two. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. It's right just it, yeah. It's just been it's been craziness ever since. 
It's just been yeah. craziness. This whole this whole year has literally just been an L. Uh, and <laughs> not like a like like everything is. I but a lot of things that could go wrong have gone wrong. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, you say, oh, it can't get worse. And then you have to, like, right. stop saying that <laughs> because that's the universe is like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, There's okay. something else got that for you. Like, like, no, don't, don't say that because it always can. Yeah, it always can. Yo, oh. Uh, um, uh, go, yo. go for it, Mitch. Yo, speaking of TikTok, what what made you what made you get on like TikTok? What what was the reason like uh, for that? Honestly, I just saw that it was a thing, and I was you know I was at home, I wasn't out playing shows and doing anything, so I was like, you know, what's a way I can one entertain myself so I don't go crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> and two, like still stay in front of people and still like try and keep growing my fan base and i kind of noticed it was a very effective way to reach hundreds and sometimes hundreds of thousands and millions of people so mm-hmm. i was like you know what you know i want to stay on top of that kind of stuff i think my marketing brain is always kind of looking for okay what's the next way that i can reach out and connect with people and then when i got into it i was like oh this is so much fun <laughs> right and right. i think you know as far as all the social platforms, I feel like it's the one that is the most engaging. Like people don't just like things. They actually go and check out my music and, mm. you know, I connect with people and they're following my playlists on Spotify and things like that. And I've, I've had different videos and stuff blow up on there. And so, you know, it's been, I think it's a really effective tool and it's just like, it's really fun. Like people are so creative and funny yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, I feel like it's it's right up my alley. So I, I, I wasn't sure. I was kind of like, oh, it's like Vine. I didn't really get it at first, but then once I got into it, yeah. I was like, all right, I like this. This is this is where I want to be. <laughs> so right. I started then, and I've I've been growing on it ever since, and it's been a fun time. Yeah. So tell tell me if y'all y'all can disagree if y'all want, but I hate one thing i hate about tiktok is i hate when artists make songs specifically for tiktok just to, uh like you know just for clout because it's like when um i don't know if q of anybody y'all heard that you know heard that megan the stallion song that body song she got yeah yeah that, i i don't like that song at all and i feel like she just made that like specifically for tiktok and I don't like when artists do it. I feel like that's da- like you like you downgrading yourself. Like you know, you're trying to dumb it down. You know, so you can get more. I, I don't like I don't like when artists do shit like that, especially like mainstream artists. Well, I mean, artists. you know, for sure. I mean, us as how can I describe us as the type of consumer we are. However, I can I can't define it right now, but. Yeah, they're going to be, I mean, when you're in that industry, you're going to do whatever you can to make yourself more popular. I call it a money grab. But yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people that do it just that way. You know, they they make certain songs for a particular purpose. Just like if you're an artist, you make a song that sounds radio-ish so that you can get it on the radio so that people can hear it. So, I mean, no. Do I? Am I a big fan of that? No. But... I could I can understand why it's done mm-hmm. is what I'll say. Right now I don't know if, if if how do you feel about it? Yeah, I feel like you know I'm definitely. I feel like my 
the way I approach music is very natural in the sense that, like, you know, the song matters, the story matters. So I personally am not the type to just create something. Oh, wait. You... Hello? Yeah, you bet. Okay, sorry. I, I, right, I can start that over here. <laughs> <'Cause> I, was, <laughs> no, you're good. I was on mute because I had to sneeze. And so... <laughs> All right, so, um, okay, one, two, three. Yeah, you know, I I feel like I'm very Nashville when it comes to songwriting and creating songs that, for me, you know, the song matters, the story matters, and that comes first. So I personally don't see myself creating something specifically just because I want it to blow up or become a trend. Um, the way I kind of approach it is I make a song and then I try to get it out there so that it gets picked up organically or, mm -hmm. you know, you know, I don't build my song on TikTok. I build my song and then hope it does well on TikTok or try, try <laughs> to create something that, you know, reach out to people say, Hey, you know, do you want to do a makeup look to, with my song in the background or make up a dance to my song, you know, but I'm not mm -hmm. going to make it to, um, to fit that, but I, I definitely understand, you know, I feel like I have my marketing brain and my artist brain, so my marketing brain totally gets that, but my artist brain is like, no, the song, the song has to come first, it has to come from a real place, and all of that, all that stuff. Hmm. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk, uh, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about for 2020 was, uh, so everybody has been doing their uh, rap stats for Spotify. Um, yours you were at uh, 30.1K for streams, 1.1K uh, for hours, 18.1K uh, for listeners in 76 countries. How did you uh, How did you feel about your rap numbers for 2020? Uh, you know, I'm so happy, or even if I get two people who want to listen to my song, I'm like, <laughs> those two people want to, like, it still blows me away that there's people out there that want to listen to my song and, are, you know, get excited mm -hmm. and when, when even one person tells me, hey, I like your song, or your song helped me have a better day today, or something like that, mm -hmm. it just, like, means the world. So, seeing that is, is really, just makes me really happy. And, like, 76 countries, that's crazy. Like, just, just looking through the list and, you know, around the world, people are hearing my music. Like, it, it just, it just warms my heart. It makes me feel really happy, and especially over a crazy year. Um, the fact that, you know, my music can still connect with people, um, it's reaching people, um, I, I don't know, it just makes you feel like the, the hard work I'm doing is paying off, but, you know, 30,000, five people, to me, it really doesn't matter, like, I appreciate every single person who listens, um, and, you know, that's, that's all I'm trying to do, is put, put music out that can be there for people during their life, and, um, you know, the fact that it is reaching a decent amount of people makes me really happy. And, you know, I always work to try and reach more people and improve that number. But I think for me, you know, looking back at the rap stats, it's less about like, oh, here are all these numbers. Like, I I've, I see all those numbers. It's like, that's the person who heard my song, who, you know, heard the message. And it's, it's just fun. It just makes me, it makes me excited and happy and just like, makes me feel like so grateful that I am in this industry and doing this and I'm just it's just it's just a fun time mm. all right so before we get into one of your songs talk about talk about the song heat of the moment that you had come out earlier this year oh I love that song I think 
You know, I love all, like, my songs are like my children, so it's like you can't really have a favorite. Yeah. <laughs> but this one is so, you know, really cool just because I co-wrote it with my producer, like, and we wanted to just start out with a feeling. Um, the idea was summertime in Chicago. It's so cold <laughs> in Chicago that when summer comes around, everyone just kind of lives it up and, you know, embraces every single second because we know that it's fleeting. So we started off with that idea, and then it kind of, we did instrumental first, which usually when I write songs, I do do the lyrics first mm. and the melody first. So that was kind of unique um, in that sense anyway. And then we did instrumental, kind of made an instrumental that captured that feeling, and then went back and made the words uh, after that. So that I just think it, it, became, it was something that I don't think I would have done on my own, but it turned out really, really cool and fun. And then I filmed the music video for it in Chicago, and that was a blast. And I think just seeing all of them together and releasing that um, this year, we actually filmed the music video the previous summer, and then just you know through the editing process didn't get it out in time for it to be during summer. So then the plan was to release it you know, as the next summer came out and released it on my birthday. And it's just cool that you know it's out there and uh, just having a song that. Is fun that I love to dance to, and I think it's kind of like a, like a love letter to my city via metaphor. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's really fun, and that's definitely one of my favorite songs. Whenever it comes on my Spotify, I'm like, all right, yes, got a jam. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, talk about talk about your first song that we're gonna play, uh, "Ghost of Christmas Past." Um, I love this song. <laughs> I love I this song. So cool. <laughs> yeah, this song was really good. I co-wrote it with uh, yeah, my producer, Mike Anderson, and another uh, artist in town that you guys should check out and maybe have on the show, Olivia Francis. And it's really cool because Mike set up the right. I had never met Olivia before, so it was our first time ever meeting each other when we were with each other. And so um, we wrote it actually around Halloween last year. So I had gone to one of my songwriting workshops that I go to, and um, a friend of mine had played a Christmas song. And so I was kind of had Christmas on the way, and I always coming back from that workshop, like, get a new idea. And I was like, ooh, ghost, like, it would be cool to write a song, Ghost of Christmas Past, that's, like, referencing an ex, like an ex-lover. And I, so I got that idea, wrote it down, tried to do it myself and I was like I'm not really feeling it so then I brought the idea to the right and Mike and Olivia really liked it and we kind of just I mean we just had the synergy like we just clicked it out and you know Mike was doing music me and Olivia were working on different lines and it just it came together really cool and then we sat on it for a year um you know we didn't end up pitching it to anyone or anything and so then as Christmas came around I hadn't released anything and I won't be releasing anything until my EP is done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, Hey guys, I really like the song. Um, can I release it? And they were like, yeah, of course. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, no, we already had it partially done because as we were writing it, um, he was doing instrumental, uh, like production, like it just as part of the writing process. So we, it was already kind of halfway done. And then I just had to, lay down the vocals and yeah and the rest is history and it's really fun i released it on halloween and it's kind of like nightmare, nightmare before christmas like it's a christmas it's a halloween mm, it's both yeah. so that's it's really right. fun and i'm just i'm glad it's out there now and i'm glad 
you know, it, I feel like it's a it's a different kind of Christmas song, and I think sometimes you need a song like that 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 says, "Hey, you know, maybe it's not a jolly time. Maybe you're a little down because you miss your ex, and that's okay. Like we can we can jam together." <laughs> <laughs> and what uh, what inspired those photos for the uh, for the song? I actually, my roommate, um, she is really good at makeup, so. I had done a graphic for the cover, um, and I didn't really have any promo. Like, normally do a big photo shoot for my releases, but I, you know, obviously pandemic and kind of didn't have the budget for a big photo shoot. Mm -hmm. So I just needed some promo for Instagram, really. And I approached her and I was like, hey, um, you want to help turn me into a Christmas zombie? <laughs> and so she was like, yeah. So I went to like Hobby Lobby and got a couple props and then she did my makeup and we just did it in our apartment, like took the pictures with an iPhone and it came out really cool. But I always like to do something theatrical and extra. It's something unique and cool. And I feel like they're pretty cool. Like it was like, you're pretty representative, captured captured the vibe of the song. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna get into Ghost of Christmas Past and we'll be right back on You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Every December in the bitter snowy weather, we'd carol and be merry at my parents' place. You'd light up the room just like how you do. You were the greatest gift a girl could ever dream of. Seasons change and people do too After years of mistletoeing with you You're my ghost of Christmas past The love I thought would last Now it's jingle bells and deck the halls With empty frames are haunting my walls Every year you keep on coming back You're my ghost of Christmas You got down on one knee In the sparkle of the tree It's a memory that follows me wherever I go Santa wasn't watching So I threw away your stocking And smashed your ornament to pieces on the ground You linger around so what can I do After years of mistletoeing with you You're my ghost of Christmas
what it do welcome back to you can't sit with us radio cute uh bring it to let's let's talk about this what are you um so i know that you mentioned your ep can you what can you uh can you tell us about that the ep you're working on now well, first, I want to say thanks so much to everybody who donated to my Kickstarter campaign because it would not be possible um, without all the fans who donated. So I appreciate that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I went in the studio with my producer and we looked at every single song I've written up to this point. And we narrowed it. We went through, listened to them, wrote notes on each of them, and then we narrowed it down to 10. And we're going to take those 10 and make demos of them. And then... Um, narrow it down to five and that'll be what makes the ep so right now we're in the process of uh recording the demos and then i'm probably the plan is to put the demos out and kind of just gauge the songs that people like mm-hmm. and just get feedback on you know of those 10 which ones are people excited about what do they think and then i was actually thinking it'd be fun to make like a bracket <laughs> for, them, for people yeah. to fill out Mark Madness style, and then, um, mm-hmm. and then once I get that feedback, then decide the final five, and then we'll do full productions on the final five, and then um, yeah, do get going, make maybe make a music video for a couple, get the cover art going, and then ideally releasing it um, sometime in this late summer or spring. Okay. Okay. Cool, I'll be excited for that. I'm definitely gonna be gonna be ready to listen to it as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> come back on the show. <laughs> yep, yeah, you're right back here. <laughs> you um, you also did a uh, live performance recently uh, with Music Saving Musicians. What was that, or what what happened there? How did you get that going? My friend, uh, she was the co-writer on Ghost of Christmas Past. Olivia actually sent me the link, so that was. They were doing the concert series where the you know they would try to have all these performers on, and then you know because it's been a hard season because of COVID, like give donations back um, to the artists who mm-hmm. performed. So that was that was really nice, and so it was all remote. Um, I went in the studio with um, my producer, who is the one who played guitar for me. And yeah, it was it was fun to even though it wasn't like a live show where I was in front of an audience. It was really fun to, you know, sing sing one of my songs in a live way and yeah. sing "Goes to Christmas Fat." That was the first time. Well, actually, that's a lie. It's the first time since um, the song's release that it had been played out. I played the song uh, out at Writers' Rounds the previous year, but this is the first time like this song is a release and a single and has a full production. So it was really fun to kind of show the world that song uh, after we release the studio version so yeah it was it was a good time and you know that's that just kind of goes back to what i was saying about the national community being so supportive of each other like that whole series was about one allowing artists the space to play even though we're not playing out into raising funds that are going to help people get through the hard times so it was, it was really nice and all the other artists who played played that night were really awesome too yeah yeah Okay, so I wanted to um yeah, I wanted to ask about what is it what is it like for um Big Ninety Five in uh uh Chicago, you know, playing your music or showing you love all the time? That is the best feeling in the world. <laughs> Honestly. Like I don't think I'll ever get sick of hearing my music on the radio. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's like 
a big radio station that I always listen to driving around, going to school, like, and then they're playing my song. Mm -hmm. Like, what? (laughs) I just pinch myself every time. Like, and it was also really fun too, because my family would do like, you know, make a big deal out of it. Like we'd get the car out, have a campfire, get some like wine and snacks and tune into it and listen to it. And it just never gets old. Like I, I, it's just so exciting. And it's, it's really nice. It was really nice of them to, you know, offer that and do that for our, our local, local Chicago artists. And it kind of, you know, I got to know some other artists, some who are in Nashville through, um, through that. And then we've been able to collaborate on stuff. So just, just a good time all around, but yeah, I never get sick of hearing my songs on the radio. Yeah. Did y'all, did y'all, like magic. <laughs> did y'all, uh, did y'all roll some, uh, s'mores too? Um, sometimes. Usually it's like wine and cheese and okay. snacks. <laughs> okay. Man, I had Do you a, have like a friends and stuff out in Chicago? I'm sorry, do I have what? Do you have like friends uh, and stuff out in Chicago or is it just family? No, I, you know, I lived here up until college. So this is where I grew up kind of, I'm not like from the city city. I'm from Schaumburg, which is like a Northwest suburb. But yeah, I mean, I, my best friends from day one kindergarten, met in kindergarten class are all here. So it's always fun to get back and, and hang out with them. Okay. Um, and so I know probably a few months ago, you, um, you unfollow everybody on Twitter. What was the, what was the reasoning behind that? I think I just, you know, needed to get away from all the noise. I feel like, especially during election season, it mm-hmm. was just, I just felt myself on there so much and just reading things and then seeing things that would like ruin my mood for the rest of the day. And so, you know, after a while, I was just kind of like, you know, this is taking up a lot of my time. It's not productive time. Um, and I just was like, you know, I could keep being on here, but then I'm the type of person who I feel the need to, like, respond to everything that I see that I don't like. <laughs> and, like, I need to not do that, number one. And number two, I was just, I don't know, it just, it just became, like, just a lot of negativity and things that I personally didn't want to see. Mm-hmm. And I would rather just put stuff out there rather than be seeing a bunch of stuff. Because, you know, what's hard about Twitter is that even if it's something that I want to follow, um, there's other things that will pop up based on that that are, like, not things that I opted into seeing. So I think mainly it was just about, you know, clearing some clearing some noise so that I would have, you know, the time and energy and my attention span is all over the place. So it really is like a big distraction to uh, at the end of the day. So I yeah. think, you know, in censoring that I felt a lot more like just mental clarity. I'm on there less often because I'm less distracted and I'm able to engage with people still on the other platforms that I think um, distract me less. And I feel mm-hmm. like I get more out of those other platforms. So I'm still posting stuff on Twitter because I don't want to abandon. I thought about actually deleting my Twitter, but I was like, you know, there's people on here that follow me that aren't on other platforms. So I want them to still be on the Mm-hmm. but um yeah and just having like you know four thousand people there's no way to like go through and sift everything so i i follow nebraska football and i follow dolly parton <laughs> that's, yeah. that's it but i still i'm still following back on um instagram and uh tiktok so 
And if you want to really, if you really want to stay up to what I'm doing, you should get my email list because that's like exclusive stuff that you know you get the news first before it gets tweeted or posted anywhere. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And man, what? Why did Twitter change that anyways? Where you like something, everybody else see. I thought that was what a retweet was for. Yeah, no. Some of the, some of the ways, like Twitter and Instagram, or some of these platforms, the things that they're changing. I'm like, but why? Did anybody ask for that? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I be trying to tell people, man. You gotta you gotta be careful with them like, likes, right? on there, uh, because. They, your likes will come up on other people's timelines and you'll think it's just, you know, something like you can keep to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Those likes, those likes to get out there just like retweets will. Mm-hmm. You're not Twitter's doing like stories and things like that. And like, oh, I don't know, it's just, it's just interesting. And it's like, I think you just kind of, you know, you go out of certain, certain platforms and certain things. I was always like very active on Twitter, but then, you know, being active on Twitter was just distracting me and I wasn't really doing anything that was like helping me in the long run. So I'm just like, no, I'm just going to take a step back so I can focus my energy in, in areas that are more important. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what a fleet is though. You <laughs> know, <laughs> fleet is fire. Honestly, <laughs> it let, it let Twitter, Twitter become Snapchat. It's actually kind of fire. I, I didn't know how I felt about it, but I messed with, with, uh, with fleets. They're not that bad. Hmm. I don't even know if I've even attempted that. I have to go go see what what that's about. Yeah. Have y'all um have y'all heard of uh of Clubhouse? Oh yeah, of I heard what? of it. I heard of that. Yep. Of uh, Clubhouse? Oh, uh, I don't think so. What is that? So Clubhouse is like uh it's a new it, it's once it actually becomes public for everybody, it's mm-hmm. probably gonna become the, the one of the more popular uh social media apps. But it's it's pretty much just a bunch of just a bunch of chat rooms almost. Um it's really similar to like Snapchat and stuff. Well, it is I guess in a way of you're able to connect with other people, but there, there's only voice. There's like no video, there's no typing, there's no nothing. So like you can open, you can open a uh, clubhouse and there'll be a bunch of different rooms. Like they have rooms for like wanting to learn marketing or wanting to learn how to be an artist or, you know, you've got occasional just random whatever stuff you know people talking about what shows they like and it's it's really cool though because it's really just open discussion rooms um and right now it's like invite only so basically you know you you have to have a friend that has one Mm -hmm. and everybody gets one invite and they can invite somebody to it and luckily i found a friend with a clubhouse invite (laughs) so um i've been spending a lot of my time on clubhouse now because it actually gets kind of addictive it's like an interactive podcast so it's 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 pretty cool that's interesting do people ever like talk over each other (laughs) yeah yeah for sure definitely (laughs) definitely that's why if you're gonna if you're gonna you know host a group you got to be a good moderator because you have to you know you got to control all that stuff and (laughs) let people but I mean, I haven't been any, in any groups where they're like just rude and, you know, they're not letting people, you know, just really get their thoughts off and all that stuff. So, I mean, it, it hasn't been too bad. Yeah, That's cool. I'm going yeah. to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Maybe that'll be my next, my next move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once y'all, once y'all get the invite to the clubhouse, I'm telling you, you'll probably be hooked on it. 
Yeah, once they make it public, though, it's gonna yeah, yeah them them comments. Yeah, I don't them, know if I'm gonna <laughs> like it as much when it gets when it gets public because right now, see, like there are you know celebrities and stuff are on it. So oh, okay. like yeah. the other day, I was in. So it was Jay Z's birthday the other day, mm-hmm. and I was in uh, a Jay Z appreciation group. So you had a bunch of celebrities like. Uh, I think Didi was in there, Fat Joe was in there, a bunch of like other rappers that came up mm-hmm. with Jay Z, and so like they were just in there, just like talking and talking about stories about like him becoming who he is today, and just like times that they share with him, and that was like that was a super cool moment, like just to be like it feels like you're in the room with whoever's talking mm-hmm. because they're they're literally just you know just sitting there on their phone just having conversations with you like. And as a minor moderator, you can control who's able to speak and who isn't. So, you know, you'll they'll give, you know, the mic to all the celebrities or, you know, people that they know. But everybody else, you just you just get to sit there and just listen to it. So it's 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 really cool, you know, especially depending on what kind of group you're in and, and what you're there for. It can I can see getting artists a lot of a lot of publicity and putting yourselves in the just in the right space around the right people yeah i feel like that's really cool and i think you know with social media and stuff like that like the stuff that's working is the stuff that's like more and more like you can find something specifically curated to like the stuff you want to hear about you know right i feel like everything's exactly. getting so much more personalized yeah. So where it's like kind right. of what I was saying, it's like it kind of cuts cuts out the noise, cuts out the stuff that you don't want to hear, and like you know, really just gives you the things that. And I think that's also probably why I like TikTok is just like you get stuff, content that is like stuff that you have interest in, and are yeah, like yeah, things that appeal enjoy. to you. Yeah. yeah. So interesting technology and just just the way the landscape is constantly changing is just fascinating. I think. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I had to um, I had to mute one of my conversations on Twitter because somebody got mad at me because I said something about Justin Bieber, and um, <laughs> you remember I think it was a, it was I think it was it might have been earlier this year or last year he was um it was he was like begging for streams for his uh, yummy song when that yummy song came out he was like begging yeah, for streams yeah I remember that mm-hmm. yeah and Roddy I remember Roddy Rich uh uh he uh tweeted out go stream yummy because he his song was still number one at the time. Yeah, somebody somebody got mad at me because I said uh, he was you know he was begging for streams and stuff. I was <laughs> like, man, I ain't finna go uh, fight with no Justin Bieber stand. <laughs> hell, <laughs> Justin Bieber's got spams all right. uh, stands all over, all over. Man. I just feel like it's, like, it's interesting concept because it's like like that that's become a term, but it's like you know the Eminem song that that's about and like who who Stan is. <laughs> the story of Stan, like, are you sure you want to be that? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But you, you know, you got a lot of these people out here that will literally like put their life on the line for these celebrities. It sure will. It's insane. Can <laughs> right. uh, you guys something? Oh uh, no, I'm 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 good online. Oh, okay. So, uh, Brian, I wanted to. I got a couple more questions for you. So, how how excited are you that we have a new president? I'm so excited. You know, you can tell that I'm I'm very I don't really talk about politics that much. <laughs> no, I'm uh I'm just I feel relieved more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like 
finally <laughs> you can stop feeling like we're mm-hmm. like careening down a abyss of just like <laughs> terrible things <laughs> you know i feel like it, it it'll it'll be a good a good point to just you know s- stop the bad stuff and hopefully start i know i think we still have a lot of wa- work to do as far as a lot of different issues but i think you know now at least we're not going in the wrong direction <laughs> right Cool. And then, of course, like, you know, history, historical, first female VP. Like, that's, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that was yeah. a that was a, a huge, huge uh, goal. And I think that that's something that was super good just for the world in general. Yeah, said, oh, the whole world <laughs> celebrating, setting off fireworks and stuff. I think that, <laughs> yeah. that kind of shows that, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a good thing for us. I, f- I feel a lot less, you know, anxious and, um, you know, just wake up and just see, you know, the former person's uh, latest n- nonsense. <laughs> It'll just be nice. <laughs> yeah, to not latest have to tweet. Deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nah, he, he wilds out on online. He been <laughs> he been kind of quiet lately though. I think I think uh, since he. He found that one. No, in. Yeah, one no far yeah. farther. So nice. yeah. <laughs> just the silence is golden, like being alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I wanted to uh, ask you too. What what made you? Well, how long have you been doing the holiday cards? Um, that's actually something I started last year. Okay. So I, you know, I everything like I said, it's been it's gone by so fast. So I've I've been in music, but I moved to Nashville. A little over two years ago and i just thought it would be a great way to connect with fans i feel like especially in today's digital realm like a handwritten card would like mean something and it kind of shows like hey you took the time to write a hand handwritten card and in my family we've always done christmas cards or holiday cards um for just our friends and family so i'm like you know i i appreciate my fans and supporters so much that um i want to I want to. I want them to know that, and I want them to know they're not just like a number. They're like a person, and it means a lot to me that they support me. So mm-hmm. the least I can do is, you know, send them a handwritten card that expresses that. So I think, yeah, I just, everyone loves getting cards, and it's just like a nice thing. So it's right. it was really fun last year to do, and I was like, all right, cool, I'm gonna keep up the tradition. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's super. That's something super dope. Cause mm-hmm. I mean. You know, it's, it's not every day that you see artists, especially like handwritten stuff, like mm-hmm. sending people like things that they actually took the time to do. Yeah, it's just really, it's fun. It, may, it makes me feel good. And then when people like, you say, oh, hey, I got my card. I'm like, yay. But I just, I, <laughs> when people, people say they love their fans and stuff, but like, I, re- I really do. And I just, you know, it's like, these are the people who, by being supportive to me, like allow me to to live my dream and like do what I think is like my life's purpose and all that. So it's right. just like, yeah, I'm just so grateful. And it's like, you deserve a card. <laughs> you deserve <laughs> a lot more, but like right now I can do. Cards. Right. Hopefully, but this is what I can do now. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, yeah. You know, one day I'd love to just like, you know, like Taylor Swift, just like paying off somebody's mortgage or something, mm. <laughs> but hey, it'll happen. It'll yeah. come. that's the goal. <laughs> all right. Talk about, talk about your second song, Rome. So Rome, I feel like, is a great song for 2020. <laughs> um, it was actually, that was the music video that was supposed to come out back in March. 
that. So there's a there's a music video for that, and it was actually one of the first songs that I put out in Nashville. And well, not not one of the first ones I put out, but one of the first songs I've written. And I wrote it when I first moved to Nashville. Didn't know a single person, had no idea what I was doing or what was going on, and just felt like I was making one mistake after another and doing a terrible job, and that I wasn't going to make it in in the town, and just like feeling down. And I wasn't even writing songs then. I was just kind of, I had a journal and was writing poems just so I could capture kind of what the feelings were. And then as I kind of, you know, started meeting people, started, things started turning around, I got a job and like, you know, it it started getting better. I was looking through my journal one day and found like this poem that was like the the verses, like sometimes I just want to lay on the floor, sometimes I don't want to try anymore, like all this sad stuff. And But then now I was in a better place now, so I kind of rounded it out with a positive spin and that became... So I think, you know, that song means a lot to me just because it's kind of like my personal pump up song because I know I'm very hard on myself and I want to achieve a lot of big things. And you know, just because you have a bad day or don't feel like you're too fast enough that doesn't mean you won't eventually. And I think it's cool for me because people will tell me that like you know, that song made them feel better. That song, you know, they were feeling down and they listened to that song and then they felt like like I can, I still can achieve what I want, and it's okay to be down sometimes. Like that doesn't mean I'm giving up, and yeah. uh, I I should stay hopeful. So I feel like that that's been my hope for that song, and it's cool to kind of see that become reality. And so take yeah. take like a time when I was feeling not feeling good, and turn it into something positive. Cool. All right, so yeah, we're gonna get into Rome, and we'll be right back on You Can't Sit with Us Radio. Crazy dream might get the best of me. I've been told that getting old is pretty hard. I can play like I'm unafraid of the change of fun and adventure.
Welcome back to You Can't Sit With Us Radio. So, Brina K, you've been on the show three times, so you already know what random ass questions are. Are you ready? Yes. Right. Probably not, but I'm still I'm ready to attempt them anyway. <laughs> I don't know how ready you can be for these, but <laughs> they're fun. Let's see. Um, okay. So, have you ever stole something from a hotel room? Um, Definitely, like, lotions and, like, the little shampoos i mean i don't know if it counts as stealing because it's like to give you them but yeah. <laughs> you know I, I like to take as many as i can you know for for travel in the future especially if it's like nice <laughs> yeah there's this place in hawaii that had like this no uh this lotion that smelled so good so we we definitely grabbed a bunch of those <laughs> <laughs> all right why why do your feet smell and your nose run um, I think I mean, it's just like science, right? Like it's just, <laughs> it's just how, that's like that's the non-creative uh, answer. Yeah, it's probably yeah, like sweat. That's, that's how your your immune system responds to <laughs> to certain stimuli. <laughs> yeah, well, that works for me. <laughs> Can't go wrong with science. <laughs> exactly, we appreciate science. Uh, <laughs> over here <laughs> um if you could be a cartoon character for a week who would you be hmm. impossible mm, okay. I, I love that show okay. and she you know she kicked butt and fought super, sure. super villains and also like was a cheerleader so i feel like i fit that role <laughs> yeah no i don't battle you on that at all that was a, <laughs> a great show <laughs> all right Oh, would you would you rather have would you rather sweat melted cheese or have snakes for hair? Um, sweat melted cheese. That is an interesting. <laughs> uh, mm, probably, I probably snakes for hair because I feel like that could be like fashion. Mm. You know, the cheese thing is like if I'm sweating the cheese, like no one's gonna want to eat that. It wouldn't smell very good. I just feel like altogether that just like wouldn't be a good time. But the the snakes for hair, like one, people would probably you know wouldn't want to mess with me because mm-hmm. my like yep. snake hair would just like bite them. Assuming they're poisonous snakes, we don't know. But um, assuming, right? Yeah, and then you know, make it fashion. So yeah. Okay. What what uh, what type of snakes? Um, I mean, it's gotta, if you're going to go for it, it might as well be like a cobra. Yeah, that makes sense. Or like a rattlesnake. That could be, you know, musical. Like that could be, I don't know how that would work though, if, where the rattle would go yeah, if they're that, coming out of my hair. So maybe we'd have to look into the logistics, but mm-hmm. I think you can't go wrong with a cobra, like most, most badass snake. <laughs> All right. If you had to give up, if you had to give up brushing your teeth. Or wiping your ass, which one are you giving up? Oh dear, <laughs> I would say <laughs> probably the teeth because the other one 
is not like there's no way around that. But for the teeth, even if you couldn't brush them, you could still mouthwash and other things. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> the other one would just that would just not be a good time. Right? <laughs> not a good time at all. <laughs> All right, last question is uh would you would you give a homeless person CPR? Yeah. Just let somebody die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You're you're a better person than us. Well yeah. Yeah, yeah we said we, we, we would probably call for help. Oh. <laughs> no, I feel bad because it's uh, do you um you got any questions you want to ask us? Um, what are you guys excited about for twenty twenty? Any any big things planned for you guys? I and mean, you always have something something cool planned, so I'm sure there is. Um, what are we? What? Well, I mean, we haven't. We've been trying to focus so much on these live shows. I think that that's the main thing for right now. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm sure you know. I, I'm ready to get back traveling. That's what I'm ready to do. Right uh, for the for the pod and just in general, I'm ready to travel again. So I'm hoping that at some point next year we'll we'll be able to travel again. So um, that is that's my biggest excitement for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I'm just I'm trying to. I want to want a better interview, more uh, you know, more bigger people, and you know. The more 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 blue check marks, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Trying to just trying to build just trying to build this podcast even up more. It'd be what two years in February, so yeah, yep. trying to yeah, just trying to grow more and trying to talk to more people. Trying to get some deals out here, man. Spotify hit us up, man. Need a deal. Yeah, right. right. Something sponsorship, something. Yeah. Oh um, well, I feel like you got it. You definitely will. So appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got you got any more questions? You're good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm just excited to see what y'all do next and all the all the cool stuff. Um, and yeah, everyone should go go get those t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we got we're gonna have some new ones on the way. Y'all be on the lookout. Yeah. Oh uh, well, before we go, anyways, you gotta. What can we so? Of course, you're gonna be performing at our live show next Sunday, the thirteenth. Uh, what can we expect from your performance? I'm going to be doing Ghost of Christmas Past. It's gonna be mm-hmm. awesome. Probably Rome because that's one of my songs that isn't seasonal. All of my songs, for some reason, are seasonal, and I need to make more like <laughs> season neutral songs. And then yeah. um, I'm hopefully. Fingers crossed, I've been in communication with my guitar player who's going to be sending me um, the instrumentals so I, I can record the video remotely. But I actually have a song that I wrote around March that's about, like, the pandemic and stuff. And it's it's kind of like a, a weirdly, like, a, a fun apocalypse song. So that'll be the first time it's played. I've played it anywhere other than by myself in my room. So that can be, that'll be a fun time. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad we could do the premiere. Yeah, I'm sure it's special for you guys and thanks for having me on and it's, it's cool to be like the most person who's been on here the most that makes me feel feel special <laughs> hopefully i'll be on again and again and again yeah yeah well i'm sure we'll, i'm sure we'll be having you back soon yeah just let us let us know when that ep drop and we get you back on here yay <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, um, well, shout out to your social media and anything else you want to say. Sure. Well, I'm on everything. Um, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, but the best place to keep up to date with everything I'm doing is BrinaKMusic.com. Scroll down, subscribe to my email list because to my email subscribers, I send out behind the scenes stuff. I make announcements before I announce them on social media. I have special deals and special offers on merch and things like that. So if you really want to be a VIP, get on that email list. But um, appreciate the follow. Oh, also, follow me on Spotify too. But um, <laughs> appreciate the follows anywhere and everywhere um and then just thanks thanks for having me on the show and you know thanks for doing what you do and giving artists like me the opportunity to come on and talk about the stuff that we're doing that uh, we appreciate it a lot of course of course well um as always uh y'all can catch me on uh instagram at q the dj q u e t h e d e e j a y um, and then you can follow me on Twitter at the same thing, Ambitious. Yeah, follow me at Ambitious1K on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, that's the number one, the letter K. If you're not spelling Ambitious, go look it up in the dictionary. Threshold, <laughs> Brace, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can sit with us, Radio All One Word, on Instagram and Facebook. And what is the Twitter? YCSWU Radio All One Word on Twitter. Follow us there as well. Yeah, and like we've been saying, this week, there's a lot of things going on. Like I said, new theme song dropping this uh, this Thursday. Make sure y'all go check that out. Threshold Brace featuring B. Jones and Diamond Sherry. Be out everywhere. You can't sit with us. And, of course, we got our live shows December 12th and 13th, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we're going to be on Facebook Live, IG Live, and YouTube Live. So check us out, man. Got a bunch of performances, a bunch of interviews. So do not be afraid to tune in. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, until next time. El Ambitious Cute, we are out. We outie. He said Spaddy's nuts. <laughs>